1: He oh gosh <laughs> Colleen's
0: trying to kill me again. I am just trying to creep you out this is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk I mean, 107 you just have to be here
1: for that come on now
0: <laughs> I'm Colleen Lindstrom that's Bradley trainer but I'm Colleen I got a knife. It's a pair of scissors, oh, and I've oh, been threatening with you, you with it throughout the show. Thanks. Well, that's Thanks great. Thanks for clarifying. You know, it's much better
1: when you point out that you just were threatening me with scissors, not a knife.
0: Wednesday. You know, you well, don't know, you know what to, to do with that. anything. You don't know what to expect. Uh, actually, these scissors might come in handy if you needed to make corn ribs. Oh, don't even
1: get me started. We have
0: to get you started. That's part of the segment.
1: Ah. 651-641-1071.
0: What's the deal with corn ribs? Have you guys tried this?
1: It's no. a TikTok
0: This looks like too much trend. work, so no. I, it,
1: TikTok trends. Yeah, no, it's a TikTok food trend. You know, kind of like the um feta cheese thing that everybody mm-hmm. was like, Oh my god, it's just a black of cheese. And it turned into an amazing pasta dish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well now they're doing the same thing with the corn cob have a corn. that too and you literally it's called have you seen this though? yeah so you've seen it yeah holly have you seen it
0: uh, vaguely i have, that. I, have that. I i saw a photograph so not a tiktok so video I, oh, this lady is gonna take a finger off
1: so <laughs> somebody thought this was a good idea and i i really want to hear from somebody who's tried it so please change my mind six i'm totally open to you know, trying new things six five one six four one one zero seven one, and God knows I love sweet corn. I buy a dozen every week at the farmers market. Mm-hmm. Um, but this TikTok trend involves taking a cob of corn, slicing it into four parts, which I don't understand. I'm done. How That's that works. where I'm out.
0: Bye. Have you ever tried to cut a corn a cob? No, because you know
1: a cob. Why do of- I keep saying corn a cob?
0: <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know why you would. I, I would cut it. I would cut it in half. Right, because sometimes I just want you know little nubbins, right? For if I've got a yeah. lot, la- a large no, or like, crowd, or like I, some people just want a it's, small v- one. It's
1: very Kentucky Fried Chicken. Remember they used to do yeah. those little nubbins,
0: like a half a cob. Yeah, you do, you I would do, do, do that. But but we're doing this lengthwise, which I feel like is a really good way to lose a digit.
1: Yeah, I feel like many people are going to be harmed in the making of this video, and it involves so you slice up the cob of corn. There
0: it is. Thank you. In four parts,
1: and then you season the corn, and then you throw it on the grill or the air fryer and then you roast it. Now, here's my question. And so then so then the theory is it's like a rib and yep. you go Yeah. You know, you eat it like a rib, right? And right. You got the little bit of corn, the cob and you mm-hmm. eat around the cob yeah. eating the kernels off. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just do that with a whole cob?
0: Thank you. Like Whoa! is there Thank something you.
1: happening when you slice the, I mean, it's cutish I get like it's a cute way to say like corn ribs, but it's no, really I just don't find corn. that cute.
0: And I'll tell you why. Because oh. the things that are making you angry are slightly different than the things that make me oh, angry about I, oh, this. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know how I feel about this. I hate when foods try to act like, like other foods. foods. Yeah. It's corn. It's, like it's just burger. corn. It's not. Ri- it's not a rib. It's just a corn. Yeah, th-
1: there are no ribs. It is not as fun. Do not try to get me to think I'm going to have a rib right. experience with corn. And by the way, what I will say is the thing that appeals to me most about this is that it's grilled corn with seasoning on it. Like all the recipes I've seen have like some kind of flavored or, as fancy people call it, compound, compound butter. butter, where it's butter with. I almost said herbs, leek mixed in. <laughs> but i didn't yeah thank um, you i see about the corn ribs <laughs> spicy um so it's just it's it's seasoned corn cob right you
0: can but grill those just, whole things yeah or why can't like or if you don't want to grill it you do want to use your air fryer because you got this fancy thing it's exciting oh maybe fun.
1: that's why because you can't fit it in the air fryer yeah you
0: can Why can't you?
1: I thought you could.
0: Sure you can. But
1: you could... The easier way would be to...
0: Do the nubbins. Yeah,
1: like hockey puck. Yes.
0: Hockey puck. Thank you. I'm tired looking at these TikTok videos. I know. So I'm looking at her entire channel, and
1: I'm exhausted. I will say one of my favorite things is when you see Recipe Hack, first of all, run the other direction. Right. But second of all, there is a wonderful woman, and I don't have her name at the tip of my tongue, but if you... Go on YouTube and search recipe hacks. I bet she'll come up really oh, quickly. Oh, yeah,
0: you've, you've brought her to the she table before. All, See what I did there?
1: I Thank good, you. Good work. Thanks. She debunks all of these TikTok viral food trends. Yeah. Like, oh, if you put razor blades, I showed you that one, right? Yeah. Where she put strawberries and razor blades in a Tupperware, mm-hmm. and then you shake it, and allegedly that's going to slice up a bunch of strawberries. Turns out that doesn't work, and also dangerous like what if you forget how many razor blades are in there yeah so she she debunks all these things and i i just wonder if anybody has done this clearly no because they're not calling in yeah fine but i wonder if anybody has done this corn rib thing and they're like oh my god it's like the most amazing you totally don't understand it's like super cool because again to my with these viral trends i think you're just trying to make something look cool because like if corn ribs were awesome wouldn't we be doing it
0: already? right Right, right. I yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I some of these things I will sort of fall for.
1: Like what? Like what? What do you? I don't you know. Like for? I'm
0: looking at. I'm looking at things that are like actual legit recipes or actually are something useful. So for example, she has on her TikTok page uh, an epic pizza board. Now that's a cute way of explaining that she has made a pizza where each each um slice has a different kind of flavor profile I like that as a person who has kids who don't always like the same things on their pizza and we don't always do like the multiple personal pan pizzas cute I like this that is doable I can see that it would work I understand it that is fine it's the things like what you said Bradley with like the mm, like Throwing a bunch of razor blades in a Tupperware and shaking it up and slicing your strawberries. That's dumb.
1: Well, there's also a new one called, I think it's called like chewy honey or frozen honey. Oh, she does this on hers too. And it's literally just honey. Yeah. That you freeze mm-hmm. and squirt and eat. Yeah. You're All just right. eating honey. Okay. Right. Like also talk about a lot of calories.
0: Okay. I also, I'm going to, I'm going to share this one with you because this is dumb. She also has a, a TikTok video on the faster way to mash bananas. So the faster way to mash bananas appears to be to peel the banana and use a fork to mash it up.
1: Yeah. That's what normal people would
0: do. Yeah, right? What's the other option? That's what I'm asking. This is the faster way to mash a banana? Instead of throwing it on the floor and stepping on it? I don't know. It, yeah, like, like what's the other machine? option? What are other people ah! doing? I'm confused. Mash it in the peel. Yeah. Anywho. Um. Yeah. I don't yeah know. I, nobody, ain't nobody got time for this. I'm ready to move out to the woods where there's no electricity. I also... Wow, Holly, that's aggressive. <laughs> I'm just tired of this. Yeah. When people
1: take, like, a, you know, like the salad, um, I'm looking at her thing now and I'm just looking at all these things. And I'm sure there are some things that people are like, oh, I actually do that and that Uh works. And that's why I said, like, I'm totally here for that. But sometimes I think with TikTok and just the urge to get views on something, you, like those tasty videos are very much similar to this. Right. I think nine times out of 10, you just enjoy the experience of watching someone do it and you're not going to do it. Because how many tasty videos have you actually crafted in your life? Zero. And they always look like there's about 5,000 steps. Right. And I'm just not here for like recipes that have 60 steps. No. They make it look easy because they've just hypercut it. You know, they're all these fast right. cuts, so it makes it look super easy. But, like, what you don't see is that you have to, like, put all this work in. And right. especially with that corn ribs
0: business. It better taste real good. You're going to cut some fingers off. That, too. Also, you know, here's the other thing. She has a uh, uh, that quick ice cream hack where you cut through. Oh, yeah. Has anybody done that? Where you cut through it? Like, you cut through the pint of ice cream. We do that. Do you do that at well, home? Well, so
1: like, if we have a pint of Ben and Jerry's, I take a bread knife and slice it down the middle, oh. and that way everybody gets
0: half. I like that. Yeah, she does this. Actually, it is kind of genius. I might actually try this oh. this weekend. She makes cookies and then she puts ice, packs ice cream into cups, and mm. then cuts that so that the ice cream is the right size for to go between oh, the cookies. Yeah.
1: That's a good idea.
0: I don't know. Okay, so we found something, I guess.
1: But still, that sounds like a great idea. But it's just, a lot. That seems why like why wouldn't work? you just go buy? <laughs>
0: I know. Or everybody
1: the people probably say that to me, like I make bread, you make pasta. People are like, you can buy that in a box. It's fine. So there are times and places. Mm-hmm. I don't think homemade ice cream sandwiches is probably the thing, but
0: maybe. when we return thank you everybody for calling about your experience God, with corn ribs.
1: What is wrong with you <laughs> it's people? Super no, this you know what this tells me though? Is that this isn't a thing. No, Because if it were you know how this works, we mention it, and I start to biatch, or you start to biatch about something, and somebody inevitably calls and says, oh my god, you guys, seriously, you need to try this, because X, Y, Z. No one's doing that, yeah. because I think indeed it is trash. So, corn ribs, <laughs>
0: bye! Bye! All right, when we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show, we have to talk about the dueling narratives of Jenna Duan and Channing Tatum. As regards their child, Everly. This is a story that has been brewing, and I would just like to pick it apart as only we can on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. So I wanted to talk about these uh, stories that have come out in the last couple days, uh, both from Jenna Duan and Channing Tatum about the early days. When their daughter Everly was born, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. seven one. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. thanks for listening to us. Thank you. um so yesterday, I think that it was yesterday during the dirt alert that Elizabeth Reese brought the story originally um that Jenna Dewan was talking about her experience as a as a mother early after the birth of her daughter with Channing Tatum. Their daughter's name is Everly. She struggled with postpartum depression, and she was talking about what that experience felt like for her. And the quotes that were taken out of it were then sort of used to paint a different picture than what she probably meant for that picture to be painted. Okay. So what she said, essentially, was that... uh, I I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but she said... um, she basically said that uh, that when their daughter was first born, she was off doing work with the baby. She was breastfeeding, and Channing Tatum wasn't really around. And what the media did is they came in hard on that part of it yep. and made it sound like what she was trying to say is Channing Tatum was a deadbeat dad. Yeah. Then forcing Channing Tatum's camp, or at least a source close to Channing Tatum, to come forward... And say that couldn't be farther from the truth. This, by the way, all happened on Dear Media's Dear Gabby podcast, uh, where Jenna said I had to travel with her. And at the time, Chan wasn't available to be with us for the most part. I was breastfeeding. I was pumping. I was without a partner. I mean, it was just craziness. Well, a source close to Channing Tatum came forward and said that couldn't be farther from the truth he was very much a partner Uh, at the time they were living in london channing was shooting jupiter ascending jenna gave birth and then six weeks later jenna was needed in vancouver for a project that she booked while she was pregnant so channing chartered a private plane for jenna everly and a doula and then rented a nice home in the city to make sure that they were safe and comfortable and he was taking trips uh, very regularly to visit them. So so what we have right now is essentially this. Jenna Duan was on a podcast talking about her experience as a mother. Mm-hmm. The quotes came out and the tabloids chose to paint it as a, pic- a picture of Channing Tatum being a deadbeat dad. Then Channing Tatum's people had to come forward and say... Hey, that's not really what happened. Here's what really happened. And then forcing Jenna Duan to come forward and say, hang on a second. All of that was taken out of context. None of that was meant the way that it was delivered. She said, it's unfortunate that countless media outlets have taken an important conversation on a woman's experience with postpartum issues and pulled quotes to make it appear that I was slamming my daughter's father, something I would never do. She went on to say more. So that's what we're dealing with. Yeah. My point in all of this is, it is okay to just hold it all. To just recognize that she was telling a story about her experience as a mother. Channing Tatum didn't have that exact same experience. And he could have been a very present father and a good father. And also, she felt, Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and, 6'1 since that matters, and...
1: Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you.
0: Lonely. Yeah. And what the tabloids have a tendency to do, which is why we talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley show so much is try to take the most salacious story and cram it down your throat as though it is gospel truth. When many things are possible all at the same time, your thoughts.
1: Um, I think something got to these people.
0: I like this angle. Well,
1: I just, I don't think, I mean, I just think that you don't start squawking to TMZ unless somebody hit a nerve. Right. And, The way I read this story was not that the tabloids were making it sound like Channing was a deadbeat father. Now, that doesn't mean we didn't make that inference Mm -hmm. and that that option wasn't available. Now, there might have been a headline I didn't see, but I remember thinking very distinctly. I feel like there's the option here to assume they mean Channing Tatum was an absentee father or that she was low-key dropping this as a possibility. Like it was some shade. Right. But it didn't, nobody was saying Channing Tatum's a deadbeat father. So the way my brain interpreted this story was she put that out there. I didn't hear the interview, so I don't know if there was any context that provided a hint of whether there was some shady aspect to it or not mm-hmm. that she said that. But I could also see where, you know, the media chose, it's not that I'm not aware the media knows what they're doing. But my point is, I think this got to someone and it clearly got to Channing Tatum because his people then start squawking to TMZ. And then she clearly is trying to play defense, probably to Channing and not necessarily to the media by saying, oh, there was no inference here. It's not like she because because and the reason I say that celebrities don't care what tabloids say
0: usually enough
1: to say it that it's bothering them unless they're serving another audience. And that audience is usually the people involved. For example, Tristan Thompson would come out and harass publicly the woman who was accusing him of cheating Mm -hmm. through his attorney Mm -hmm. as an attempt, I think to, to, you know, burnish his image in front of Chloe. So it was an audience of one benefit. Yeah. That's what this feels like to me Mm -hmm. that, You know, Channing Tatum was like, whoa, 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 because I don't think things were copacetic between them. Well, I
0: don't think so either. I mean, I think we sort of saw how that unraveled toward the end of their marriage.
1: And again, I don't know what's really going on behind the scenes, but I feel like there's a lot of subtext to this Mm -hmm. in a way that indicates perhaps somebody was a little bent out of shape.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I think that there's something to that as well. But all things can be true or at least little parts of all things can be true. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to tell you the truth about some dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots after this. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 107. One. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots.
1: Well, then I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah.
0: Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots.
1: It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid, It's Dumb people do the dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. And
0: sometimes other places. Oh like where? My
1: God. Sorry, technical difficulties. Please hold on. I know this is in the UK, Wales, I believe. Yes. um I would like to take you to the United Kingdom. Hello.
0: Pip, pip, cheerio. Boop, 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 boop,
1: boop. Where a lady got real upset. They call her a mum. I think that means mom. But here's the thing they uh, spell I'm not it sure wrong. what her mum has to do, like what her mum status has to do with any of this, because I don't think it involved birthing children or anything.
0: Or rearing them.
1: A lady. Um, so she was a shopper at what's called a Marks and Spencer. And I believe that's like a department store, grocery store experience. They have groceries at this place. Yeah. And um, this shopper got upset.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. About a particular item. Uh, a
0: particular was it a piece item. of produce that was no. not well ripened?
1: No. No. Okay. Um, it was, was a it donut moldy bread. Oh, it was a donut.
0: Okay. I do not understand people. I don't, I don't understand hey. people getting upset about donuts. What's there to get mad about a well, donut? Well, unless
1: it's like, there are no more. That right? would be, like, yeah, that would be that's rude. Chilling. Yeah. Um, she criticized Marks and Spencer for selling a particular donut and it's the name of the donut that earned her crazy stupid idiot status.
0: Okay, so and she's And the
1: explanation as to why that bugged her. She's
0: upset about a certain kind of donut being. Yeah, just being, the name of the donut. Just the name of it. Mm-hmm. Raised glazed?
1: <laughs> no. No. Okay. Apparently in the UK, they have something called a plain Jane. Oh, I don't know that one. I think it's just a glazed donut.
0: Okay, is her name Jane? Thank
1: you for writing Ooh, the story. I can't with people. So Jane Hudson. Criticized Marks and Spencer for selling a box of three plain Jane yum nuts. So I, I, I guess yum nuts are like donuts, but super yummy. Um, and she was not upset because they were called yum nuts, but uh, because they were called plain Jane yum nuts. Which, by the way, simply delicious with a sweet vanilla flavor. They they look like just vanilla glazed donuts. Mm-hmm. Her name is Jane, and here's what she said. I just thought, in this day and age, why does Marks and Spencers feel they need to do that? Don't get me wrong. I don't consider myself plain. Personally, I think I'm quite fabulous. But people kept harping on, well, it was okay in my day in the playground.
0: Okay, I have a question. Yeah. That I know know the answer to. Okay. Bradley, um... Like, name-shaming aside, yeah. have you been ever in your life criticized for something about yourself publicly? Yes? Yes.
1: I mean, I'm assuming.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you need to talk to the manager about all the things that you... No.
1: My name is not Karen. Yeah. So, I do have a, steps- which- a stepsister named Karen, by the way, and... You know. well,
0: Karen's aren't liking the Karen thing. Yeah, well, plain, plain Jane's, Janes aren't apparently liking- don't like the plain Jane thing. And I just want to say, like, guys, it's it name shaming isn't a real thing. Like, just you got to dial it down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your name rhymes <laughs> with the, the word plain. All the to Colleen Lindstrom. Feel free. I don't care. It's fine. Peeping
1: Tom. Why does he have to be a Tom? Listen,
0: <gasps> my whole life, people will talk about redheaded stepchilds. Yeah. Children's. Childs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do I? Okay, Uh, fine. It only bothers you if you allow it to bother you. It's true. Nobody's trying to make you feel bad with their damn donuts. Also, they're donuts.
1: Like, why could you? What the donut? But can you imagine being in a position where you walk into a store and your reaction is to complain about the name of the donut because you were offended?
0: i right? just i feel like th- there's other stuff going on in your life and there are people to talk to <laughs> i'm more offended by the name yum nuts yeah i actually i, I, I i'm here enjoy for that.
1: the yum nuts <laughs> i wish that we called them yum nuts yeah. give me some of them yum nuts
0: mm-hmm. they're another name for a cronut Ooh. so that's what marks and spencers is serving okay their that's version good. of a cronut is a yum nut i don't know why you'd be mad about that i would not be mad about right? that they still have the plain Jane. It's there, right on the website. <sighs> Just some. Sa- I'm sad Yum if that. Yumnut's
1: food to order. If, oh yeah, they're
0: so cute. If donuts get to you, I'm sad. For they also you. have
1: something called an omballicious.
0: The omballs.
1: Our classic yumnut has had an omballs makeover. Mm-hmm.
0: What's omballs? Omballs. With
1: Belgian chocolate fondant, imagine chocolate all flakes the people named Omball cute.
0: who are feeling it must very be a character. By that. It is a character. It's Marks and Spencer's cute. They put googly eyes on things and call them "mom balls." That don't make no sense. I mean, that happened in college one time.
1: (laughs) What happened to you? What happened to you? Nothing. You got googly eyes in college?
0: (laughs) All right. Do you want to know who my crazy, stupid idiot is? Yes, please. Okay, I'll tell you. We're going to Michigan. Michigan. Um, we're going to meet a guy in Grand Rapids who starts out as a crazy, stupid idiot and then ends up as a crazy, stupid crazier stupider idiot. He is a burglar, a robber, actually. They say rob, which makes me feel like he's showing up with a gun asking for money. Uh, it's not it's not that he was a robber that makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. That's a very garden variety. OK, it's the location that he chose to rob. OK. Now, you're not a robber.
1: nope.
0: But if you were, mm-hmm. wouldn't wouldn't your strategy be to find a place that really has a lot of money in the till, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe like, would an ice cream shop be on your list?
1: Probably not. Yeah, unless I wanted to, you know, break into the ice cream,
0: right? Well, that's not what he was doing. He was showing up at ice cream shops and uh, knocking them down. He broke into eight different ice cream places and stole money. We do not know if he stole ice cream. I would say that's stupid. Anyway, a cop spotted his car one night and then tracked him down a few days later. His name is Cameron Harris. He's 25 years old. Uh, he was released on bond last Thursday, but was given an ankle monitor to track his movements until his trial. Okay. Well, in the intervening days... He knocked over three more ice cream shops. Oh my
1: god! So he's got like a ice cream fetish.
0: Apparently, but he just the money from there, not the ice cream. Anything? Like what do you get? I just money apparently. Couple hundred bucks. Yeah, I don't know. But here's the deal. He had what did what did I tell you? He had on him an ankle monitor. Oh
1: yeah, because he
0: and that sucker has GPS.
1: So. Yeah, he was robbing with an ankle Exactly.
0: Monitor. So they were able okay. to then arrest him again, and now he's facing charges for eleven okay. ice cream shop robberies instead yeah, of eight. Sounds like he's got some some compulsive Stuff. behavior. Yeah, yeah, he's a real winner. Mm-hmm. <sighs> also, can I just tell you, when I was in Missouri this week, this past week, do you know what they have? They have thirty-one flavors there. We have those. Where is their one in the boonies? Okay, well, I think there's one on Highway 3. In Saint I have Paul. not been to, I thought we didn't have those anymore. It was a hybrid Dunkin' Donuts and they Yeah, they're usually, they're so usually cool. paired
1: with something else, oh, I feel like. Man. I
0: didn't stop, but I, I just want to go was because excited.
1: I want to know if they still have blueberry cheesecake. That was my favorite flavor as a kid. Oh, mm, yum.
0: Well, <laughs> I know where they are in Missouri.
1: Okay. I'm <laughs> not going there. Okay. Can we go to Twitter, though? Yes. For our last D bag? Sure. Okay, this is the weirdest story, and I completely came upon this story yesterday scrolling through Twitter. Oh, fun. Well, it's not fun. It's really sad. And in fact, mm. we're going to get to a happy place where Oof. we can poke fun of someone. But I want to tell you about a woman named Jenny. And okay. Jenny goes on Twitter and she talks about how her twin brother died in the ICU of COVID last week.
0: Okay. That's a sad story. No, Like I said, yeah. it starts
1: out as a very sad story. But she's telling this story as a tale of a war, like as a warning. Because he did not get vaccinated. Now, her twin brother was very active. She says, my 42-year-old twin brother died in the ICU last week. He died exactly four weeks after testing positive. He was the fittest, healthiest person I know. He was climbing mountains and wild camping four weeks before his death. Um, And then she goes on to tell the story as really, you know, at the end of his life, he said he wished he had gotten vaccinated. Mm. And she tells, you know, the just the terrible tale. And at the end of it, she posts a picture of her loving brother that she has now lost. And she wants the world to know, go get your vaccine because Aww. I don't care how healthy you think you are. You and everyone else are at risk. This is a real thing. And this is okay? an important story. So that in and of itself is a, a worthy story. But remember, this is crazy, stupidity, Right. So then I need to get to the part of the story where um, your eye, your head's going to explode. Because people were responding, like, what a beautiful man. I'm so sorry. And, you know, this is a terrible, unfortunate happenstance. And people are giving, you know, her well wishes. And then there's a woman named Kirsten Rogers. And Kirsten Rogers responds in the following manner He looks like the healthiest man in the world. Also, a bit of a hottie, if you don't mind me saying. So sorry. Condolences.
0: No, she that's just not got how horny we do that. in the replies
1: to a woman who oh lost her brother gosh. to covid and then she doubles down on it so I this I saw this last night because somebody had obviously the internet does its job and they somebody found you know because people started responding rightly to this post like you are a horrible person do mm-hmm. you understand what you just did and so then you know I went over to her page and she is described as a Supper club pioneer, chef, photographer, blogger, author, uh, food travel columnist. Wow. And so I'm like, I need to understand who this person is because she's like a verified person on Twitter. This is not just a blue check. This is not a troll. I mean, that to me is kind of trolly to go like. Say someone who just died is sexy? That's a weird thing to do. Yeah, right?
0: it's it's in poor t- taste, and also just like sort of flip when she's like, anyway, sorry, bye, bye, right? And oh. like, well, I don't
1: know why why you had to do any of that. And people, you know, people came to town, so like, if oh, you they enjoy, really did. <laughs> if you oh if you want to enjoy the replies, please oh. do. But then she responds on her own Twitter feed. People just get off on pylons, don't they? Like shortly after she's taken to task for her. Yeah, comments um, and then she responds to that by saying misogyny pure misogyny oh honey because you wait, know there are some inappropriate sure. call outs
0: but way to center yourself but in like, the story can I just
1: point out I think the thing that people were so frustrated with mm-hmm. is that you got sexy mm-hmm. in the replies yes. to a dead person yeah died a
0: tragic death yeah five minutes ago yeah. and then centered yourself as the victim of the story
1: yes yeah and suddenly you're the victim yeah he looks like the healthiest man in the world also a bit of a hottie if you don't mind me saying <laughs>
0: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next
1: and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help
0: I mean,
1: literally, there is nothing about the tweet, like, I know it's hard sometimes because you're just listening. This is like a dozen tweets about this man's terrible, tragic, unnecessary death. Mm -hmm. Making the point where most people leave this going, there but for the grace of God and also everybody get your damn vaccine. Yes. And her response Mm -hmm. that she, clickety-clack, not just thought it like, oh, yeah.
0: no, she she completed the effort. She was like,
1: "Oh, he's huh, huh? <laughs>
0: oh honey, do better. Do better, do better, honey."
1: And I will say if you want to um, just just enjoy go read the replies because it's delightful.
0: <sighs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play a little game. That game is called the throwback Lot! after this on My Talk one oh seven one.